are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, bringing you news and updates on all your favorite L.A. sports teams. If you like any L.A. teams, yes, that includes the Angels, then you should be listening and subscribing to our show. But you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. You should also be following us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA, on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports, and on Facebook. I think we also have a Reddit. We do have a Reddit group. Correct. We have a Reddit. Uh That's a thing. Um, (laughs) Just just go to your favorite social media site and find us. Yeah, pretty much. Don't Google us, though, because you will (laughs) find something that you're not looking for. Just make sure you add podcasts. You Google Guys in Shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you are looking for that. No judging here. (laughs) It's the MLB All-Star break. (laughs) Hey, you. However, since Dodger fans don't care enough about it to vote any of their players onto the starting (laughs) lineup, and since Mike Trout isn't even playing, we figured instead we'd talk about the other big game this week. From the English Premier League, the infamous Manchester United heads stateside to take on your LA Galaxy. Infamous? 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 (laughs) So famous, he's infamous. (laughs) If you're a fan of MLS or the Premier League, this is a big deal. If you're not a fan, then we are going to tell you why you should care. And to do that, we've recruited some help. Since that's a pretty tall order, and I'm not sure Hammer is up for the heavy lifting, what with his back and all. (laughs) All right, I like that you use my back as an excuse. I'll take it. There we go. But before we introduce our guest, I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Hispanics call it baseball. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Darren Besa. What's going on, L.A.? Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. Hispanics call it football. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just figured well I'd played. go with it. Well played. Ben Garcia is out because his lovely wife, Stephanie, is about to pop with their second kiddo, so... He gave her like a nice should. compliment. His lovely wife is about to pop. Yeah. yeah wait a, wait a, <laughs> I said with a soften kid, the blow. Yeah, right? I got you. <laughs> well, the scarier you know, thing is Ben is going to have another kid. Yeah. I know, right? There's wow. two younger versions of Ben. Ugh, Lord help us all. At least his first is a daughter, and she yeah. is adorable. Mm, yeah, there you is. go. The anyway. Watch out. <laughs> ben, Steph, best, all our best to you guys. Indeed. Hope Love all goes well. Keep us posted. All right. Let's welcome our guest, shall we? You know how at the end of every Guys in Shorts show, you think to yourself, gosh dang it, I could use some more soccer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know they Who say does it. Every I know they say it. Yeah. I've heard yeah. it. It's at that point, my friends, that you should head on over to the Yanks Call It Soccer podcast, where you can get a full show of all things soccer sprinkled in with the most obscure movie references <laughs> that you'll hear anywhere. Probably. Courtesy <laughs> of our guest from the Yanks Call It Soccer podcast, Jacob Brown is here. Woo! Thank yeah. you very much for having me. Jacob, good to have you, buddy. This is something we've wanted to do for a long time. We have been talking for a while. Yes. But we figured with the, the big Manchester United Galaxy match coming up this weekend that this yep. would be the perfect opportunity. <laughs> I love how you keep saying the infamous Manchester United. The yeah, big, where do you yeah. get yeah. that from? It's a big deal. Uh, how much research did I, you do? I, I feel like you're you're faking the <laughs> funk pretty hard. He just, right? I just one word. really <laughs> wanted to work in a Three Amigos <laughs> yeah. reference. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> say, speaking of obscure uh, references. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just, that's for Jacob. Can you give us the 10 peso version? Hold on, real quick. So, <laughs> yes. It's all those things. And it saves you money. In Jacob Cartagena. is the king of obscure oh, movie references. Nice. Oh, all right. Perhaps. Also, we'll see. also <clears throat> I'm going to put you on the spot okay. right here. Oh. And I don't know mm. that this is a good idea to do so early in the show because I feel like it's best to escalate to this, but That's I'm okay. throwing this out there. We already gave out the plugs. We're good. Well, they'll shut up. Right, right there after we go. <laughs> For my money, 
There is nothing better than a good Christopher Walken impression. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. And and several Uh-oh. months back, we had Jay Flats from the Kings on the show, and he did a solid Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll put Jacobs up there with that. Oh. This guy can do a Walken. Have I done Christopher Walken for you? Are you kidding? Do <laughs> you know really how far back we go? I haven't seen you, bro, in like, it's been quite a while. Yeah, but you've done Walken Jaff, since for my mouth. There he is. <laughs> there he goes. Son, have a batch. <laughs> Damn, you're good. You show. With the shorts. I'm wearing my shorts. For you. You're good. My man. There you go. Oh, nice. Oh, that was good. Oh, that, was good. that was good. That was impressive. Uh, next time I'm on, uh, I'll have to do, I'm working very in, uh, in the infancy of uh, Jeff Goldblum. So oh, wow. really? Uh, it's, okay. it's nowhere near yet, but... Uh, <laughs> Progress. Yeah, that's what mannerisms we call it. It's a nice little tease. I love that. I love that. He also does a mean... Uh, is it Louis Armstrong? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Guys with Impressions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, save, I need to have more alcohol in my system right. before Louis we'll comes out. We'll save that one for later. Oh, all right. Well, so for our listeners who who haven't heard of Yanks Call It Soccer, why don't you give us a little background on the show, okay. what you guys talk about? Well, we started out, um, it's it's me and um, three of my, my, my closest friends, all soccer, soccer buddies, uh, started out in 2010 as a means to pass the time in the offseason. Um, we weren't podcasting at that time. It was just a, a blog. We were like, hey, let's just dick around and be stupid on a blog. And we were called uh, Among the Thugs, which was one of our favorite books by an author by the name of uh, Bill Buford, which is a highly recommend that book. Ooh. Hammer, um, you read it? No, I'm oh, familiar with you it. You need to get on that. But right. uh, <laughs> we'll do. It was, it was <laughs> I heard it's available at the infamous Manchester United. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, yes, yes, I believe that. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, they're the real deal. <laughs> But we were, it was just a stupid way to pass time. We were being moronic and stupid and uh, nothing. It was just being like, you know, whatever. And it started getting a lot of traction. We had like, I think like um, maybe six months into it, we had like 30,000 people hit our site within a couple of weeks. That's amazing. And I'm like, all right, well, if if we can generate that by being idiots, why don't we... uh, try and be idiots with a little more professionalism. Idiots with purpose. That's, yeah. That was actually the original name of this show. Yeah. Idiots with purpose, yeah. We're not sure what the purpose is. Yeah. We're still looking for that. Yeah. But yeah. So it that was back in 2010, and it morphed and had different, um, you know, trying to find our identity. We got burnt out and dropped it for about two years, picked it back up, changed identity, blah, blah, blah. And um, then we relaunched in 2015, and with the goal to position ourselves into the whole podcasting world. So um, now we're called, obviously, Yanks Call It Soccer, and our, our whole niche is um, uh, we talk about uh, stories you never knew existed. All legit, 100% legit stories, but ones that you would never... Um, yeah, they're, they're not, not a like cover of yeah. ESPN, yeah, NFC, yeah. or the, the mainstream or soccer outlets. For example. Does that exist? Is there a mainstream soccer there, outlet? There oh, really yeah. is, believe it or Besides not. Besides yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think so you're being infamous I, right yeah. now. By the way. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I, I'm channeling. Ben, I promised Ben that I would do a little uh, hating on soccer for oh, him. Bring it. Because okay. he's not here. So right, right. that's hard for me because I'm the rainbows and butterflies guy. But I'll try my best. Bring it. <laughs> so some examples of some of the things we talk about, and again, these are 100% 
credible sources, credible stories that actually did happen. Manche- wait, wait, wait. The infamous. I don't mean to cut you off. Do you have sources? We're trying to get sources here. <laughs> So, Apparently, all you got to do is say you have yeah, sources. Yeah, you have sources. If you we say have it. sources. I love nice. it. The Google. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, it's so Google. The, source. That is a great the Google, source right there. there's Mr. Bing. Um, <laughs> I had to, Mr. Bing. I like, Can I hear Christopher Walken ask Jeeves? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so an example would be uh, the infamous Manchester United um, actually hired this past year, hired... Uh, Parkour experts and circus performers to teach players to fall or wow. how to fall without getting injured. Oh, where's really? Ben when they See, need that, him? That's what happens when you get a Portuguese coach. Wow. <laughs> Weird stuff. The, uh, like uh, legitimately fall or like flop? I, th- oh. I think it was more to fall with because they're having a lot of fall injuries. Fall without getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not one of these uh, basketball players. Some, there are some basketball players. I think Isaiah Thomas from the Celtics. Was because he's so small. Yeah, he need. He, they talked about learning how to fall without Makes sense without getting without hurt. Grace. So I can grace. I can huh. see the and of course the soccer haters are going to say flopping and yeah. that's going to be the, yeah. what gets brought up. But go on, I can. That's, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> Speak your mind. I love it. Um, Argentina or Argentina, Argentina, oh. the Argentinian. There you go. Yeah. Argentine. Argentine. I like Argentina. Them. Argentina men's uh, national team. Uh, they were playing some match in, like, believe it was like Bolivia or something, and at this stadium that was like, like just crazy high altitude where players were getting sick and puking on the field and everything. They were going back over there to play, and they f- they found a legal concoction of medicine to help them deal with al- altitude sickness. The main ingredient in that was Viagra. Nice, <laughs> really. Oh, wow. So the discussion was, what would that? actually look like <laughs> playing against 11 players all hopped wow. up on Viagra. You know? Hmm. I mean, Messi's known for nutmegs, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, nice. Hey. nice. Well played. But well played. Uh, So it's, it's stuff like that where yeah, cool. they're actual real stories or, or yeah. um, stories you haven't heard of or discussions or angles that you have not necessarily heard of. So that's yeah. kind of where we're at. Our niche is stories that nobody cares about. So <laughs> we understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I just see, I spin it. I spin oh, it. Yeah. See how that goes? We got the market cornered. It's like gangbusters. You just, a little tweak. Actually, the other, you had an episode the other week where you talked about Hammer's beloved. Uh-oh. Ronaldo. Yeah. Hammer's Portuguese. Yeah. I don't know if you so, got you know, that from the nickname. Portuguese, the Hammer. Portuguese Hammer. Yeah, our Lord and Savior, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. <laughs> right. Can do no wrong. <laughs> Preach it. Preach it, brother. What was the, the German team offered him a contract? Oh, yeah. Unlimited beer if you were to sign for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm I don't do think that, that guy <laughs> drinks beer unless no. it was. He's also so. a robot. So. Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the Michelob Ultra you can drink. <laughs> I love that, though. That That's uh, just weird. Stuff like, like a niche for sure, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what we're, um, and we hit every single league, so we're not exclusive to one league, we're not exclusive to one club, so that soccer fans can then. The whole goal is is building a bridge between communities because here in the yeah. states, and just like everywhere else in the in, in the world, uh, what makes soccer different from other sports is that, I mean, you guys know with being Galaxy fans, is that there's the the what is it, the Angel City Brigade? Yeah. There's the LA Riot Squad. There's these these supporter groups. They get together. Mm-hmm. There's these. So that's in, where the culture essence, stems there's from. There's right, culture yeah. and there's community, mm-hmm. and you don't have that with other sports. There's no 
hey, we're we're Clipper fans. Yeah, we're, we're going to get together, <laughs> right? And hang right. Out and... We're the seven one six. Well, you do see that with the and Dodgers. The Dodgers is the Pantone, only one yeah. that really. They tried doing it at the Kings games, believe it or not, with uh, I think they're called the Royal Brigade, but it didn't really work. But the Dodgers do have. I the think closest you get that. Thing. I think yeah. you get that with some sports, but like it's nowhere near every soccer, single though. every it's single club right. has that. Yeah, exactly. there are supporter clubs. They're of English clubs here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. supporter clubs from the Bundesliga here. Right. right. There's everywhere. So it's amazing. It's like this underground sport that, totally. that just hasn't quite caught on it's as coming, like a big thing. So let's let's go it's there now. Let's talk about kind of the state of US soccer and and maybe how how does it get to that next level? That it's trying to break. I think we, you, you see it with these summer tours, like you said, with Manchester United coming this summer for the past 10 the years. Infamous. The infamous. <laughs> <laughs> now we have, we have to say it every time. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, infamous yeah. Manchester United coming this summer. This has become a regular occurrence where European clubs come to the United States during the summer because it is the off season for them. Right. And so they come here and they do exhibition games either against other European clubs or against American clubs. And so you're seeing when these games happen, they're selling out. Out the Rose Bowl, hundred thousand people a pop. They're selling out Michigan Stadium, you know, where where the Michigan Wolverines play. Hundred like twelve thousand, I think, went to watch uh, Barcelona versus Real Madrid a few years ago. So you see hun- stadiums full of hundreds of thousands of people who are dying to watch soccer and to watch good mm-hmm. soccer. So it's there. There's going to be something that that's going to happen that it's going to pop finally Definitely. for Americans, and it just hasn't happened yet. To even take it a step further, you know, using Manchester United as an example is is kind of not fair because Manchester United is worldwide; it's the <laughs> biggest franchise. Yeah, I think they're probably bigger in, in China world. than they are in England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember hearing uh, or reading last year and the year previous these smaller English clubs like Swansea City and Newcastle coming over here and selling out. You know. Who knows Swansea City and Newcastle? I mean, I'm a Newcastle Never supporter, so yeah. Jeff's a big that's Alan a beer, right? guy. That's, <laughs> that's a beer. But it's but that but that's you are that's yeah. that I think is a better representation of of where soccer's headed here in the states, where these clubs now, not the biggest massive clubs, are still coming here because they're building their brand because they know that there are fans here chomping yeah. at the bit to see them. But Eric said it. People want to see good soccer with these teams and the knock on the M- on MLS, uh, uh, not the MLS, <laughs> sorry, the knock on the MLS is that it's not, not, it just doesn't compare to soccer everywhere else. Getting, it's getting better, man. Yeah. But it's not fair because of uh, the youth of, and we've had this conversation tons right. of times before, but the youth of the league, it's 22 years old. Yeah. And so that just takes time. And like you were mentioning with supporters groups and that being the culture, you're, you're going to start seeing People, there's no one who says, well, my my grandfather was an L.A. Galaxy fan or my, my great-grandfather used to go to the original L.A. Galaxy games because they just haven't been around that long. But once you start having generations of fans, that's where you're going to start to see it. So th- it's something that just takes time to develop. So it's really not fair yeah. because you have someone like the infamous Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. Yeah. laughs> They've been around since, you know, I think like 1898. Wow. Fact check me on that. I think I got it. Yeah. Vic would you remember. <laughs> Vic was there. Around in 1898, they were when I was 22, 12. Um, but another another big hurdle that still is here in the U.S. is actually just athletes. I mean, our best athlete, you know, athletes go and play other sports. Yep. Um, the big money isn't in soccer, so you're not going to get uh, the top tier. I mean, if soccer was the only sport that this country played, we'd be the best. 
I, I'm, I'm convinced of that. We would be the best in the leagues. We'd be the best in the World Cup, but we just don't get those kind. If you go back and you watch when Paul Caligiuri scored that goal against Trinidad and Tobago, and we barely made the World Cup against Trinidad and Tobago, which is like a <laughs> tiny island that's like the size of so- Long Beach. Okay? Are you talking about soccer or Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. okay. It's right next uh, to Winter Hill. <laughs> we, we've, we, we've grown this sport so much since that time. Sure. I mean, we've. if you were to watch our soccer, the U.S. national team back then, we looked like we couldn't beat, you know, Buena Park Rec League. It, it, it was that bad. And now, you know, we're, we're considered, you know, pretty much uh, a team that you have to play against. Like, we're not, we're not going to roll over and just die now. We're in the past where we would, you there know. There was a story about uh, the U.S. hosted the World Cup in 1994, and leading up to it, the U.S. national team trained in the middle of Central Park in New York. Yeah, and they went unnoticed. They were able to train, and no one even knew that they were even a team. <laughs> wow. So that, that's that's kind of how much they've come. But I'll, I'll push back on what Victor's saying as far as the best athletes. I think that there are great soccer players here now that there we just haven't found a way to tap yeah. into that either. Because I think even just in Los Angeles and Southern California, a, a lot of the systems, the youth systems, it's very yeah. pay to play. And you have to have money. More affluent families who yeah, are, are having their kids play. And if we could find a way where, you know, in South America, you, you can be in the slums the and still, right. mm-hmm. you know, make it. We just haven't found a way to tap into the talent that we have. I think we have enough talent now, even with the athletes that we have. It's just... That pipeline. But imagine just, if we had the best. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That was one of my biggest knocks on Landon Donovan, why I don't care for him. Thank you. At. See, someone else. Oh, oh. You guys are about to have a moment. Oh. Finish that. So Landon and then Donovan. Gaze into Hammer's eyes when you say this. Landon Donovan. Or hold hands. Had, Do it. had a Do moment. It. Had a moment um, when he was on loan with Everton over in the mm-hmm. EPL. They wanted to sign him on a permanent basis, and he said no, he wanted to come back to MLS. I don't care what his reasonings were. Uh, Landon Donovan was the face of U.S. soccer. Everyone knew his name. Uh, He had an opportunity to play in arguably the best league with the best players in the world. Had an opportunity to show parents that, hey, Americans can make buku bucks in soccer. And he chose to come back, and, and he did really well. When, when he, did he did great, awesome. Yeah. He, he like Even it's not like on. he, he just went great. there and played a small role. Mm-hmm. He went there and had a, a major impact yep. at Everton when he when he was on loan. So, so I was pretty pissed yeah. when he said, "No, I'm coming back to play for JV." <laughs> <laughs> so Landon Donovan was kind of universally loved yeah. by by most, I think. And you brought up a great point on the Yanks show a few weeks back. I think you guys posed the topic that one of the things that MLS needs is that is that villain, villain or yeah. that polarizing character. Eric's talked about bringing Zlatan <laughs> when there was the yeah. talk of him and and you know him being a, a player ego. that yeah. could could take MLS to that that next level. I mean, what what did you guys? We dissected the whole topic because what's cool is that MLS is now at that place where it's like, all right, we're we're growing our sport, we're building our sport. Now we need to just add more entertainment value to mm-hmm. it, I think. Because that's, that's you know, you look, at, you look at basketball, you look <laughs> at football, you know, there's there's always um, a player or a team that everybody hates. Raiders. <laughs> the Patriots. Everyone hates Levar the Patriots. Yeah. Every, everyone <laughs> hates the Yankees. You know, there's always these villains. Um, and that is good for ratings. And I don't know if that's a worldwide thing or if it's just a U.S. thing. I don't know, and I don't care. Um, but the cool thing is that MLS is starting to, to look at that. So... Um, 
without manufacturing it with yeah. money. <laughs> um, it's just one of those things that's time will produce that because you can't import a villain because it won't work. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and when you try to force it, yeah, yeah that's the that's so. You but but bring I, on, I like how about, the, how about we bring on Vince McMahon to run MLS? The, yes. the XLS, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now we're talking. yes. I'm in. Horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk Galaxy versus Manchester United. What's What's the significance of this match? In all actuality, or, nothing. Or not, or <laughs> no, not significant. <laughs> because it's it's a friendly match, so there, it's not for a competition, it's not for a trophy, it doesn't count for anything. It's just to showcase... But it's got to mean something. The tickets are ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you be, can't be, get cheap tickets, it's well, sold out. Because Manchester plays their full season Who? in England. Who <laughs> the infamous Thank Manchester you. United. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, so this is... The, you don't get a lot of chances to see Manchester United come into town and you see the star players and everyone that they're bringing and the infamous history that the club has. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to see that. So they only come around once a year, if at all. And this is, I think, maybe their second or, or third time. Yeah. Maybe yeah. their third time third coming time. to L.A. Or, or coming to the United States. So that's why tickets are so expensive because it's an event. So it's a chance for them. Uh, and I think you mentioned earlier, it's for them to grow their brand, even though they're already insanely popular. Uh, most people can them as the Yankees of English soccer. Mm -hmm. uh, so even though they're already popular, this is a chance for them to continue to build fans and continue to showcase themselves. And it's a chance for uh, the LA Galaxy to show Look, we can. We played against this team. Our, our, you know, I'm doing stars in quotes because there aren't really any stars on the galaxy right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, our stars were on the field with their stars, and it kind of shows that we have this cachet. Because I think, say what you will about Major League Soccer and the LA Galaxy, when people think of soccer in America, they think of the LA Galaxy right. because with people like David Beckham, Robbie Keane, yep. the, it's the one club that has notoriety. So yeah. that's the one premier team that they could play or, you know, elite team, if you want to call it, like, even though as <laughs> the Galaxy yeah. is not elite, but you know Eric what I'm saying. Well, they're, they're, coming, they're coming all the way to the, the U.S. The infamous you're, you're going to Southern California. They're not headed <laughs> to yeah. play Real Salt yeah, Lake. They're not, they're not, they're not <laughs> making that one. Who would? Go there. Yeah. No. Yeah, who would want to go there? So that, the benefit, it's more for show, it's more for that. It's, it's more of a notoriety thing yeah. than an actual but for stakes. Let's see. Okay, so then let me ask you this. If... The galaxy pulled off an upset. Would this be like a miracle on ice or like a, a miracle on grass thing? Or would people say, oh, Manchester <laughs> phoned it in or something? Well, and here's where you get the haters out there, even people who are soccer fans. And I've seen it who say, I don't know. I don't want to go to that game. It's trash. The, they don't even put their best right. players on the field. It's Mayweather versus McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Being in their offseason, they're going to play their starters First half maximum, yeah. so maybe they play 45 minutes. So then you bring in your youngsters, your backup players, guys who you have on trial who are trying to earn a spot on the team. So you're not really getting the the real Manchester United team. Not real Manchester United. That'd be a whole different club. Wow. <laughs> but wow. you're not really getting the full team. So if the Galaxy were to, in some miracle, pull off a win – There'd always be that asterisk. Right. Well, they were, they weren't trying their hardest. They're in off season. Uh, yeah. It's that. I think it'd be it'd be great if they could manage to do that. I just don't see it happening. Even with the backup players and youth players, I think Manchester. I just like to see them score. Yeah, that'd that be great. would be good. <laughs> that would that'd be, be really good. Is that a win? If the uh, Galaxy scores? I mean, is that a victory? That's, well, a, moral, that's well, a moral victory. <laughs> Unless it's an own goal. If it's an own goal, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will be very, oh. it will be very, very exciting. I'm actually jealous of you that you're you're rolling because yeah, you know, you're going to get there. to see. I'm sure Lukaku will be up yeah, there. If not, he'll Pogba will be the yeah. playing. I mean, that those are two massive names that 
you will be able to say yeah. you've seen. And, that, and that's that's why I'm excited to go because you know even with you know if they're not playing the full game or you're not getting to watch them watch a competitive match, I could say I got to see totally. it, especially at, at StubHub Center where it's close quarters. It's a great you're going to be close. It's like I saw you know Jose Mourinho, who's their coach. He's a Portuguese coach, a guy who's oh, <laughs> of course I'm gonna have my ties to too. <laughs> I got to see him. I got to see you know Lukaku, who's they just signed this right. this weekend. Paul Pogba, who's one of the kind of young players who's up and coming, and, and David De Gea, who's their mm-hmm. goalkeeper, who's a great goalie. So you get to say I and. And when you see them play in England, you could say, I was at the game watching them. So I think it's cool when you see one of these big teams course, and you yeah. can say that you watch them. Yeah. I, yeah. And you get to see the fans. It's a different fan group yeah. than going to an LA Galaxy game or going to an MLS game because these fan, it's a different set of fans. And it's pretty. Are they as, as they're more like, even more diehard well, than the Galaxy fans? Well, for example, Galaxy's got so. a good set the, of support the, groups. Yeah, they do. But the people who come to watch, like for, and of course, I'm going to bring this back to Ronaldo. <laughs> but every time Ronaldo, you know, blinked, the crowd, oh, everyone's yeah, screaming sure. and cameras going off and everyone going. So it's just, it's a circus, but I love it. Yeah. I, 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 I really enjoy it. What's, what's going to be the percentage of fans for Manchester versus Galaxy at this game? 95% uh, Man Manchester. United. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and for the reason that I was mentioning earlier is... The, the Galaxy fans or people who are fans of MLS do not care about this game because yeah. it's not a regular season game. It doesn't mean anything. So yeah. they want to sell their tickets. And a lot of people are selling their tickets because you can sell it at a marked up value because there are so many people yeah. who want to see it. So you're going to see the sea of red, uh, you know, yeah. full Manchester United. I should have yeah. asked you that. What color were Manchester United? I don't know if you would have been able to answer that. It's red. red. Yeah. 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 Everyone knows that. I knew that. They've been around since 1898. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Clearly. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, about the All-Star break. Um, and, of course, as a L.A. sportscast, we have to talk about Lonzo Ball, so we'll fulfill that requirement. And uh, and I, I believe it's we have bylaws, a, a yeah. Galaxy really update, is, of course. Yeah. On top of all that, Hammer's got his his beloved Galaxy <laughs> yeah, we'll to update the, us on. We'll keep that short. All right. <laughs> More. Uh, Christopher Walken, you okay? You need another beer? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> oh, you can't set it up. It's got to be yeah, organic, yeah. man. Like you said, oh, you can't just, force the villain. You have you to. Can. Uh, Jeff, there he is. No. You can't do it. Oh, I love it's it. Be so organic. Oh, it's so good. We'll be right back. Here in LA, we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit, we're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back. Gentlemen, I want to uh, real quick say if I fall asleep in the second half of the show, it's because I'm on Chicago time. Woke up at 4.30 a.m. to fly home. Oh, yeah. You spent the weekend. I do want to say went to Wrigley this past weekend, and it did not disappoint. Oh. That place is awesome. The oh, really stadium is, is cool. It really yeah. is. But you know what? Shout out to the fans, actually. This was a, a game that that it's just a normal game. The attendance was like 41,386. 
in the ninth inning. Are you sure? There was four, <laughs> 41,386 people still there. Wow. No one leaves. And traffic, get it, they don't have the infrastructure to get in and out of that stadium. <laughs> it was awful getting in and out. But the people stay. Yeah. They stayed the whole game. It's an event, right? Yeah. And it's just a regular game. So I thought you were going to say, are they the real deal? You know what? They are. The Cubs fans, they're the real deal. Ooh, the team, not so much. They are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that fall off happened from last year. But the fans, kudos to them. The stadium, amazing experience. That's great to hear. After, Highly after, recommended. After a World oh, yeah. Series win that they're still, yeah. they're not jaded. They still are, are loving every minute of it. Oh, oh yeah. well, they were like that yeah. before. Oh, I know. I know. But I'm yeah. saying yeah. So, after a World Series, you think, okay, yeah. we did it. Yeah. We'll pull back a little bit. But oh no, it's no. obviously not the case. So did awesome. you did you represent any uh, Cubs gear during your... Uh... Uh, no, I did not. You so, did not. All right. So quickly, my girlfriend and I got into a debate... She said, well, we got to get you some Cubs gear to wear. And I was like, well, no, of course not. I can't, I'm an Angel fan. I can't wear another team's gear. And so I posted a poll yeah. on if that was acceptable or not, because she was adamant about it. And I was adamant that I was not wearing another team's gear. Good for you. Yeah. No, nah, totally I think, acceptable. I think the Cubs the Cubs yeah. are the exception. If you were going to that if, you were, if you were going to Colorado, you wouldn't buy Colorado Rockies gear. Right. But I think going to see the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley, it's a little bit it, it, you get a pass there. My wife went uh has does she travels to Chicago on occasion. So last year she went to Chicago and went to a game at Wrigley and she came back with a Cubs hat. And this is uh, a woman who doesn't, I don't think she knows what baseball is still to this day, but it's just, it's just well, part of the thing. If you, you don't have yeah. a team, you can, you can grab a souvenir, but if you have a team, if it's, and I get the if it since it's the Cubs, yeah, I think and, the, and they are the like Cubs, it's something different. Are they the exception? I is think, there any other team? You I don't think do there's that? any you, other. You team. don't do it if it's hmm. the Yankees or Boston. I certainly yeah. wouldn't I wear anything Boston pre world pre Boston World Series. Boston may have gotten that treatment. Oh, it's right. It's Fenway. It's Boston. They haven't won in so many years. Right. It's kind of you know quote unquote cute to to go to Boston and watch a game in Fenway. Now that they've won, it's no fun. Yeah. But I think the Cubs, for somehow, for some reason, even after a World Series, they still get that. All right, that pass because not to hijack this podcast. Yes, that's a good <laughs> because we got a ton more to talk about. <laughs> but this is interesting to me. Just really quick, one last question. So Angels are in a different division. We're in the American League. Cubs are in the National League, and I feel like that gives me kind of an excuse where it would have been okay, even though I decided not to. As a Dodger fan, and with the yeah, the big true games that went on last season would you buy a cubs hat and yeah. wear at the game if they weren't playing yeah the they're not the really? giants <laughs> anybody but the giants Fair enough. they hated giants yeah, the yeah. Giants. yeah no I, I tell you what I, one of my things is i want to go to every baseball stadium in the state in you know in, in the u.s um and uh not canada not canada they don't count <laughs> um <Man>. but uh, <laughs> but it is kind of fun when you go instead of just sitting there like twiddling your thumbs you know because obviously the dodgers aren't you know going to be aren't going to be there every time that i go somewhere it's fun r sitting there with the locals rooting for the team to play you know what i mean and well, if you want rooted for the you cubs root for right them, but no, you don't have to just not wearing a hat yeah, yeah but what's the difference between that and putting on a damn hat you're still doing the same thing but you're you're buying into another team. I you're just not felt like buying I was into cheating. another team. If no, I'm gonna collect I, something, you know I'm gonna grab a shot glass. No, that's, that's, that's the, cool. That's but the they're still buying it. something of of the team. Yeah, I'm not gonna grab a hat though. Fair enough. But you're still buying something from the team. I, I had a hard. <laughs> I, I didn't even buy anything. 
I did buy a what? beer. Good I got you. I got a uh, a Cubs Ooh, cup beers. that yeah. came in the beer. Or, you know, the beer came in the souvenir cup, so I brought that home. <laughs> Kudos to when I at least when I went there, there there wasn't five minutes that didn't go by with where somebody did not walk by saying beer. Yeah. So yes. kudos to Chicago for that. Yes. Okay. All right. We went way long on. <laughs> so it's decided. That, but I feel like it was interesting. I don't know what we settled. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Nothing Before usual. we move on from baseball, since it is the All Star break and the Dodgers have uh, a little representation in the game, Vic, why don't you tell us? What's going on? Justin Turner is an all-star. That's right. I feel like he has you to thank. You pretty much you pretty much spearheaded. You woke the Dodger fans <laughs> up that clearly didn't care if their players played in the all-star game. You counted yeah. for at least two million. I, I, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Good job. No, yeah, they uh, they actually he ended up uh, getting the most votes of any um, final vote contestant contestant yeah. player? player. I don't know what the hell you call him, but uh, you uh, know what that uh, I, uh, ever that that's redemption right there because we were saying that why how are the Dodgers? They're decent, but none of their players are. And the starting, I apologize. They're not decent. They're doing awesome. They're the best. Great players. <laughs> they're just decent. The Kansas the City Royals. Okay. Another That's sweep. Right. Yeah, they're a great team this year, and they don't even have a single starter on the team. But it's that they just don't care about the All Star yeah, game. Yeah, the All Star game is until not a Vic light it. A fire under their right. butts. And maybe Kenley Jansen, but yeah. I'm going to take most <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah, I'm going to say Jansen. <laughs> no, actually. And not only that, but there's actually six All-Stars now because... Yeah. No, Wood. yeah, total yeah. of six. Technically, because Clayton Kershaw, since he pitched on Sunday, is not going to be pitching. And I called it on the Strategy. last podcast. Yeah. yeah, I called it on the last last podcast. Alex Wood has taken his spot. So oh. technically six, but I think it still counts as five. I don't know. Does that count as five or six? I think it counts six? because Kershaw... Okay. Kershaw still that still counts. He's still named because he's still his he was name named is still there, right? Okay. And then Wood gets that bonus. Gotcha. You know, get bonus Wood. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> a <lot of> win. <laughs> that's it was a right there, guys. It that's was right there. I feel good. like if you'd had seven, that's equivalent to having one starter on the team that's not playing. So you yeah. guys are still <laughs> Sorry about so that. Take that. So the other Dodgers news that I that I want to bring is Vin Ooh. Scully is still in the news. Oh, ESPN always and, happy yeah. when we hear Vin's name. <laughs> ESPN has announced that Vin Scully is going to get the ESPY Icon Award at this year's ESPY. Wow! So how awesome well is done, that? Ben. Very well done. cool. Vin, Vin Scully, even after his farewell tour last year, they're still going to honor him. Brian Cranston's going to present. Oh the wow! Award oh, to him. even better. So that's yep. going to be pretty yep. cool to see Vin recognized in fan. front of the sporting world. Nice. Really cool. How is it taking so long for him to get this award? <laughs> well, I think because last last year the season was still going on, so he retired after oh, the ESPY after season. Yeah. Right. yeah, well, you don't have to, but all right. Previous winners include Kobe Bryant, so we got an LA oh yeah LA connection there. Nice. I'm glad Vin's getting some recognition. That's really nice. <laughs> that to guy's hear. gonna land on his feet. All right, because we wouldn't be an LA sports <laughs> podcast without mentioning him. It's Lonzo Watch 2017. <laughs> Him again? <laughs> Vic's, yeah. got, Vic's got some news for us. I got some thoughts. Hey, Eric, can you hand me that um, that uh, 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 soapbox crate over there for me? I want to stand on that really quick. Clear your um, throat. Yeah. You know what's funny is I feel I like there's the so start. much. I feel like there's so much pressure on this kid, right? Uh, and and I don't think it's it's necessarily fair the amount of pressure that's it's going on this kid. Um, part of it, or probably most of it, is actually from his father. And I don't know if you heard <laughs> about this. It, yeah. uh, um, 
thing he did with Joel and B. Like there was a big Joel and B. Basically tweeted out, you know, to his t- to what's his name? Um, they got drafted. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. I hope you dunk on him. Blah 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 blah. Lavar got involved. Shut his dad up. Yeah. Right. The night of the draft, he was already talking trash about about uh, Lonzo and mm-hmm. Lavar. And and to Lakers fans' credit. Once you become a Laker, you inherit all of the right. angry Laker Twitter fans and people. Yes. Who are, so the second that you go in on the Laker, the you're, you're, Laker yeah. fans are there responding Backing and going right up. back at you. Yeah. So that was awesome to see that the right. second he was drafted, Laker fans already had his back from day one because there was all that, should we take Lonzo, should we not take him? But the, once he became a Laker, the fans were on board and they were defending him like crazy, which was awesome. To it see really that. was. Yeah. yeah. And so LeVar actually replied, but it wasn't very LeVar-esque. It was kind of a subdued LeVar who, you know, he doesn't, it wouldn't, he didn't come off as this classic LeVar. Like he thought he was going to come out swinging. You know what I mean? Like didn't really happen. He did, he did respond. And then Joel on Instagram, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter, sent out a video and pretty much just, you know, started cussing and like talking to LeVar. And he ended up getting um, fined by, fine yeah. by the NBA for what he posted on. Oh, I guess wow. there's a social media clause now that they have to they have to go through. So, um, you know, you throw that. And then I also think Magic Johnson has a little bit to blame too because he already automatically called him the face of the Lakers. And he, I mean, this is before he had played one game in <laughs> Summer League. Like, there's wow. just a lot of pressure on this kid. So he comes out and he he basically lays an egg in his first game, right? Just horrible shooting, doesn't do anything, and then he gets trashed on social media. And then the second game he comes out and he gets a triple-double. I mean, this is a kid oh, wow. who gets a triple-double, right? But he only scores 11 points. And as Ben would love to point out, um, we only have shoot-first guards now, and I think that's just what people are used to in the league. They're not used to him, his type of play. And he got burned again. Even though he got a triple double, yeah. he still got burned. Yeah, points, it was yeah. only eleven <laughs> points. But it's like, oh, come on, you guys. And um, I just, I, I want Laker fans, and most Laker fans are, are good, but there are still some that are out there that are, are still trashing, uh, you know, the pick. And I think it's a lot of the D'Angelo fans that are yeah. still a little bit salty yeah. over that whole thing. So I'm, I'm on my soapbox. I'm telling. T- Lakerland, let's cool it. This kid needs time to develop. His type of play isn't the type of play. <laughs> two games. Yeah. 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 So and then, let me give him games. three. Yeah. Let's give him three games. Well, and then he was People supposed to play. him today, yeah. Yeah, Go because he was supposed yeah. to play against Darren Fox, who would, uh, in, in, the, in, in March Madness, in the, blew him away when they played, you know, one-on-one, when he played uh, him in, in, in the March Madness. And tonight he didn't play because he supposedly had like a sore hamstring groin, groin or so injury. okay, growing right. And then people went nuts on him again, and they're like, "Oh, he's just afraid to yeah, you know, face Darren Fox, a guy who's going to face four times next season." Yeah, he's, he's really concerned about this summer league. This, yeah. Oh, yeah, summer league, which <laughs> means league. pretty much it means Nothing. less than Galaxy versus Manchester United, <laughs> Duke, infamous Manchester yeah. United. I will give a huge shout out to the NBA though, because it is the middle of July. And we we're talking yeah. about summer league games. <laughs> yeah, Did yeah. You see the draft. I mean, it's the it's been the highest rated summer league. Tickets yeah. have sold out to watch Lakers. And it's Celtics, all Lakers fans. Lakers summer it's league. All, so if you, I was watching the NBA um, has become a twelve month sport. So congratulations. Yeah, you did it. I was watching. Who was it? <laughs> I think it was Philadelphia was playing the Boston Celtics or yeah. somebody. I don't know. Yeah, that was the game. There was like nobody in the stands. Like there was like nobody there. But every time the Lakers play, it's it's packed. I mean, it's all Laker fans. It's it's awesome. It's very cool. That's what we do. That's right. 
We're the Manchester United of the NBA. <laughs> that's actually, there you go. That's how you bring yeah. it back to soccer, Jacob. Well I hope done. you didn't fall asleep over well there, my friend. Done. That's close. I was just ripping out the back. Uh, <laughs> he was on the hate couch, so we had to have a little yeah, Oh, yeah, the hate couch. I'm trying. I, I come from a difficult past when it comes to mm. baseball and, and basketball. Yeah, so. yeah. Yes. That's no, all right. It's all right. <laughs> but uh, I will, I will, we were talking off air about uh, how you became a soccer fan. Yes. And my, yes. my stance has always been, if you're not a soccer fan, I don't want you. Right. You know, there's, there's a lot of subtlety and nuance. And so I've loved soccer since I was a kid. So it's just kind of been something that's a part of my life. You mentioned that you weren't, you used to hate soccer. I hate, yes. So I'd love for you to tell our, our listeners yes, I how you turned I around. Soccer. Oh, yeah. I was, a, I was a basketball player. Um, was all state in high school. Um, oh, where's Ben when you need him? Uh, <laughs> seriously. Swap some uh, old stories. I actually, uh, <laughs> the glory my, days. I do have a, a minor uh, claim to fame. Uh, kicked uh, Luke Walton's ass. Wow. Uh, nice. wow. We were both uh, nice. freshmen in high school at a camp in Carpentria. We were both the same height, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is the height that I am now. <laughs> and I, think, I think he, he grew, sprouted. Yeah. He yeah. Grew up well, where's Luke Walton now, anyway? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing yeah. something. <laughs> and I, I'm here with you, fine gentlemen. <laughs> so you're the so, clear winner. Yeah. You got I the better <laughs> one. So I always, made fun of, I always made fun of soccer. <laughs> always made fun of soccer. Uh, but it wasn't until you know later on in life I was actually shown the light nice. soccer. Nice. it had to do with uh beer you know <laughs> beer was there something that kind of like got me a in big instigator of liking soccer <laughs> beer is wonderful but um <laughs> but there's the we episode need, title we need a tier a t-shirt of that how i how i was another story we were talking about was how i came to choose um newcastle united as as the club that i support because um at that time this was you know, nine years ago, whatever. Um, I was uh, introduced to the English Premier League, so that's what I was watching at the time. And uh, friends are like, "Okay, you're on board. Hooks are in you. You got you got to select. You got to pick a team. And once you pick, there's no going back. You can't you can't duck out of it. Ooh. So I'm like, all right, this is some serious uh, serious decision time. So I was just doing doing some research, watching a lot of games, doing some research on on this team and that team. Very easy to determine that, you know, Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal, Man City, Tottenham, Liverpool, these are all massive bandwagon clubs. I can't choose that. The I'm not going to be that kind of guy. <laughs> uh, so then I'm doing research, and I, I come across Newcastle, and it just reminds me of my, my past. You know, I, I was... Born and raised into a diehard Chicago Cubs family. Oh. My, my dad was hardcore nice. uh, Chicago Cubs, and so as I'm as I'm researching uh, Newcastle, it's old school historic club, diehard you know known for diehard crazy fans, and haven't won anything forever. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yep, check, that, check, and check. That sounds like. That sounds like the Cubs. <laughs> uh, so that was a very easy. Uh, uh, That's awesome. Pick for me. So yeah, yeah, good. So I'm gonna change my stance now. So because I, I, like I said, I used to say, if you're not a soccer fan, I don't want you. But I think if you do, 
you know, what our guest is saying and do the research and look into the history of these teams and find a comparison, something to latch onto so you could say, I can relate to this team, then I think that could be something For sure. that, yeah. that ties you yeah. in. And then, like you mentioned, there's supporters groups from all over. Uh, if you want to share that story, how, you know, you're watching a game and the supporters. Yeah. Um, the first the first match that I've, I ever uh, went to go see at a local pub, um, a buddy of mine got me there with the promise of beer and uh <laughs> it was like at seven it was like seven it. o'clock in, in the That's morning before we were we uh, u.s soccer it was before we were going to church we're like yeah let's let's get some beers before church that'd be awesome of course and uh <laughs> so we're sitting we're sitting at like seven in the morning seven thirty or whatever and uh in walks in about 30 man united bros and they got their kits wow. on they got their scarves on they got their beanies on and they they walk in as a community they walk in as a group singing their their chants and stuff and they all just surround you cuz they're you know the the venue wasn't that big <laughs> and it was it was crazy because coming from a basketball and you know being familiar with football and, and baseball but really you know at the time my my I wouldn't even call it my passion but but basketball was the sport that I watched and the sport that I was into and this was a whole new thing to me where I'm sitting here and the, the, the pub, they, they dim the lights a little bit, a little romantic. Because they, they had a big projector. seven in the morning. Uh, they had a big, yeah, yeah. I was like, where am I? It rubs the lotion on itself. Um, really they, there's that obscure movie they, 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 they had a projector, so they had to dim the lights a little bit. But um, I'm surrounded by all these guys and anticipation you know watching soccer like some people say oh it's so boring I'm like no you have no idea what's ex what's at, at at stake for every second of of playing time you're on the edge of your seat i'm trying to have a, com a conversation with sean and he kind of gives me that look like shh don't no 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 yeah. you don't talk right now you're watching here and um so i'm just watching these guys and someone would score and it was just a volcano erupting yes. heaven uh <laughs> or when the opposing club scores it's just <laughs> like it wasn't me i didn't do it Don't <laughs> <hit> me. <laughs> you know just cower a little bit because it's so overwhelming this crowd that they're so into it and that's what really that's what really got me it was like this is something i've never seen before when it comes to sports and so, i'm in it so i got a question then so as a as someone who doesn't follow soccer, and I'm using Ben as an example, his big knock at it, <laughs> at it, which I believe is a lot of people's knock at it, is because there's not so much scoring, and it just looks like a bunch of guys running around running on the field, the field, and they don't know the strategy and the nuances yeah. of it. What? How did you get? Because baseball's so exciting. That? Yeah, <laughs> all 162 games. Uh, yeah, you exactly. you hammer, seeds. It's like you're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, it's, it's just understanding what it is. And when you watch it with a, a supporters group or a group of people who know what they're watching, I've seen 0-0 games that are 10 times more exciting than a 5-4 right. game 
Well, five four would probably be pretty exciting, but like yeah. a, a five. It'd be like the pitchers' duel <laughs> yeah. version. Like of a five soccer. zero game is no fun to watch because one team is just clearly outclassing yeah. the other. But a zero zero where teams are getting so close and maybe both goalies are just making incredible saves yeah. and they just can't one up each other. That is so exciting to watch. And when it's that close, you know, one slip, one you know fingertip save, one pass. It's it's an inch away from changing the entire dynamic from that volcano of cheers yep. to that you know. You know, cowering in the corner and crying because of it's that close and it could be that much of a difference. And that's he, what makes it great. And even understanding what's at stake. Yeah. You know, here in 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 the states, here we're we're so used to uh, best record gets you in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. and then yada yada yada. Uh, MLS is the same way, but that's okay. That's an American, American thing. thing. That's thing, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Whatever. But over there, you have. Relegation, you know, it's a point system. You, I love the whole relegation right. aspect of the league. Um, you have to be the best to be in the best league, and if you're not, peace out. We'll never see you again. That really is a cool yeah. thing. I love it. And the ultimate yeah. thing there is because there's so much money involved. Is there's TV contracts, and these clubs get money for being in the top league. So if you get relegated, you lose out on the money. Yep. When you don't, Manchester United's not coming to play in your stadium, so you're yeah. not going to get those yep. tickets. And and so it's it's a huge blow. So these the battle for. The bottom three, the, the those games are almost more exciting than the top sure. because these teams are literally fighting for their livelihood. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, another thing that people I don't think people realize is that uh, uh, soccer is one of those sports that how you play is a big part of it. Um, one of the reasons why Brazil is so popular uh, around the world is because, well, maybe not recent teams, but in the past. Um, <laughs> it's attractive. Yeah, very attractive type of soccer. So um, if, if, if a Brazil team, it used to be that if a Brazil team won 2 nothing, but they looked horrible doing it, people will say, oh, that game sucked. Like, the, the Brazil played horrible. Yeah, they won 2 nothing, but they didn't, they didn't play pretty. There was nothing beautiful in that game. And uh, that's a, an aspect of soccer that I don't think American fans have quite caught on to. Um, that uh, there is a there is an aspect of beauty to the game that they just don't understand, and um, because we don't have anything like that here in the states, where you know you could play a beautiful game and lose, and people still give you respect and say, you know what, you should have won. You de- you guys deserve to win that game. It was a really really good, well played game. Um, you were just unlucky. And uh, I think that's one of the things that's really missing as far as American fans are so, concerned. If you want to follow soccer, find yourself a Jacob, find yourself a Victor, <laughs> someone, yes. who, someone who could guide or, you. Or someone, like someone, uh, or someone with a 12 pack. Yes. Guide you. Really? So yeah, yeah. use beer as bait. Yeah. Yep. Then g- show them and wow. show them show them the light. <laughs> Open your van doors. <laughs> put the bag. Are we talking about soccer? Soap? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> I love it. Solution right. on its skin. Well, as so. long as we're still talking soccer, hammer. This, of course, is your time for time the, the galaxy <laughs> update. Time. Yep, and of course, I'm sure Jacob can can chime in on this. What what do you got for us? Well, what? I missed last week, and I got to hear you guys. You know make fun of me for not being here because <laughs> oh, right. the Sorry. galaxy absolutely wait wait real quick real quick real quick sorry i didn't mean to cut you off yeah. we have a thing on here jacob where okay. if eric goes a little long in his galaxy updates which he tends to do every week <laughs> every ben usually who's sitting in your seat okay usually uh plays him off with some oscar music or or, or something like that uh. because his, his 
his things go on a little long. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that. However, if you think he's going a little long or he goes past the okay the the height, I feel like maybe he could be played off with a little Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Perhaps. We're really stretching. You really want to just, just, just throw really that out there. Yeah. Just, just throw that out there. Right there. Wow. Did, you, right. did you hurt yourself stretching for <laughs> yeah. one? It's a groin strain okay, for you, continue. right? Yeah. <laughs> so the Galaxy did not look good. Their worst loss of the season, their worst loss in several years uh, to Real Salt Lake, one of the worst teams in the league. They lost 6-2, to two, so we were looking for them to bounce back. They had a game tonight, which was Monday night, if you're listening, uh, against San Jose Earthquakes in the U.S. Open Cup, which you like to call the Buena oh, Park Rec League. Where so this wasn't take, an MLS this match. Was an this Open is Cup match, Buena Park Rec League. Which okay. this is a game that we've been looking forward to as Galaxy fans because a couple games ago I said we didn't want to win these games because we didn't want extra games in our schedule. <laughs> but now that they look terrible, this is our one shot to win right. a trophy so maybe this is where we want to look good but unfortunately we went and we lost to san jose tonight Ooh. three Ooh. to two the san jose. yeah to san jose and that's the Ugh. thing that's that the stings, thing right is that i was watching a little bit uh, of the game is the san jose fans were booing yellow van dam every time he touched the ball which i think is kind of awesome when you can of get course. an entire fan base to boo you every time you yeah. touch the ball you're doing something right so that means our captain is doing something well there he scored another goal he scored two goals against san jose he's this doing season. his thing yeah, so he scored early, but uh, even though they lost, the final score was 3-2. to two. The game was not as close as it sounds. San Jose really dominated. The Galaxy are just ravaged by injuries. They're using, you know, second-string guys. They're using youth players. So they really just don't look good right now because of all the injuries. So it was not the beautiful game. It was not the beautiful game. No. Like <laughs> no, we not so at all. It really <laughs> sucks to lose, Nothing and like especially it. to lose to San Jose. If we're going to get bounced in the Open Cup, at least have it to be, be to a better team or a team where, you know, it doesn't mean that much. But you know San Jose's, this is their second win in in less than a week and a half they, right. that they've beat the Galaxy. And you know they're just going to be so smug up there in San Jose. That's the part that stings because this Jerks. was the Galaxy. The way they look right now, they're sitting outside of a playoff spot, coming off a terrible loss. And so this was just another demoralizing loss for the Galaxy. So they are out of the U.S. Open Cup. Oh. But the other news that I have, they did sign a new player. Ooh. Pele is coming to the LA Galaxy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Frank Pele? <laughs> <laughs> Pele Van Anholt. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh. yeah, not that Pele. Yeah, I made it. There were tons of those Who would jokes be going on. But they they finally got a player. They started the season a little a little low on players. Robbie Rogers, who was their uh, right back, their right defender, uh, was injured last season and was declared not a, not fit to play this season. So they finally got a replacement <laughs> now that we're in July, even though the season started in March. So they got a 26-year-old right back. Uh, he's a defender, and he had a very, very short Wikipedia page. I could not find much wow. <laughs> about this player. He's coming from, uh, from, from a Winter team. Park yeah, from the Winter Park Rec League. Yeah. Something, uh, he, he's Dutch. Let's, let's That's take that much back. I know. Let's take that back. I want you to say... My sources were a little oh, tight-lipped <laughs> on Pele. Sources were not able to disclose much okay, about uh, the, the signing. But the much Galaxy in the past has been successful with players who you're maybe unfamiliar with. Yella Van Dam was a guy who I had no idea was a, a thing until mm -hmm. he came to the LA Galaxy. Juan Pedro. One of my favorite oh, uh, yes. Portuguese yeah, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. He, I didn't know much about him until he came, and he's been, a, he's had a good turnaround yeah, this season. Really Allison Drini, Roman Allison, Allison Dreamy. Drini. He, sorry, who? Allison Dreamy. I'm oh, sorry. That's <laughs> how you know him. Yep. Uh, there you go. He, he was someone who he was 
half on the radar, but he's not really a right. notable signing. So they've had success with these kind of obscure players. So we'll see if it's a, a success or a failure in the second half of the season. We're, we're finally past the halfway point, which Ben would be thrilled <laughs> halfway, through, yeah, right. halfway through the season. So we'll see if this signing, they need they lack depth and they lack, yeah, lack defense. So we'll see if this if they're able to hang around and maybe sneak into the playoffs. <laughs> Jake, what chances but, do you yeah. give the Galaxy of making the playoffs? That says it all right it's there. It's not looking too good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking too good. Yeah, it's that famous last year. Well, when they get healthy, when they get all their players, and there's injury, injury. This guy's hurt. Yeah. This yeah. guy's suspended. So it's just never, it's just not coming together this year. Well, the tough the thing Galaxy. for you guys being Galaxy f- supporters is next year. Yep. LAFC coming That's into right. town, going to make some noise. Whether they're uh, good or not, they're yeah. still going to make noise. Right. Is that next season? That's next that's season. So there's a lot of wow. buzz going on right now because because the Galaxy have had so many underwhelming games and yeah. games where, especially that game against Real Salt Lake, there are people declaring, "Oh well, now I'm going to be an LAFC fan." It's like <laughs> this up is perfect. This is for LAFC. It, they are they're kind of playing right into the hands yeah. of LAFC because LAFC they have 29 owners, you know, yeah. Will Ferrell and yeah. Magic yeah. Johnson, Mia Hamm. So you know that they, they're, they're going to have the bankroll. Yeah. So they're going to splash the cast. They're going to get some big name signing. And because the Galaxy team, um, they're not going to be able to sign, you know, 29 players because right. they have their roster already. So LAFC is going to be saying, we got this guy, we got this guy, and we're bringing— They could, they they, could be yeah. that villain that we were talking and about. And I think that would yeah. be a good thing. That I think that the rivalry I said even before— if the Galaxy were, were great, this was going to be a good rivalry yeah. because oh, yes. the, you've had Galaxy fans who have been Galaxy fans for, for 15, 20 years are now going to have someone to truly dislike because the, the Chivas, Chivas USA USA thing, that was, yeah. that was a failed. Yeah. yeah and and it, was, it was almost manufactured. It seemed like yes, it, it was a forced rivalry. This, you could tell there's legitimate yeah. you know, hatred between their people who are already LAFC supporters and saying that they, they're going to be the young, the, yeah. the young hipsters <laughs> yeah. coming in, Hollywood yeah. Yeah. Uh, screenwriters <laughs> swapping screenplays LA. at the... <laughs> Instant villains. So we'll see we'll see how this plays the next season as far as fan support. Because right now fan support is you almost see a fracture it's wavering. And I base this solely on my Twitter feed. But you have fans fans arguing with each other. Because whenever your team's not yeah. doing well, you're gonna say, Well, they should be doing this. No, you're wrong. They should be doing this. This is why they're horrible. No, this is why they're horrible. So you even have these like in group fightings, which is right. terrible for, for your club going into uh, a season where there's going to be a new yeah. club going in. Yeah. So we'll see if they could salvage anything this season. We'd be lucky if they get a playoff spot. I think they still can do it depending on how things work out, but th- things do not look good right now. They look tired. They look depleted. Things are things are not pretty right now for the LA Galaxy. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Hammers on the downswing. Yeah. They, yeah, do they do not That's see... Right. Skies are blue. Oh, there it is. Hey, that was good. That was good. It was good, but it wasn't great. There he is. There he is. Such a moron. I love you, sir. Such a moron. Jake Brown. So glad to have you, my friend. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Why don't you give us how our listeners can find okay. the Yanks and you and all that stuff. Uh, like you guys, uh, we're pretty much everywhere on social media. Um, Instagram, Facebook, simply search Yanks Call It Soccer. Uh, our Twitter handle is at YCIS. 
Uh, or you can just go to yankscallsoccer.com. There's a uh, quick buttons, quick tabs on, on all the spots that we're on on social media. Unlike guys in shorts, it's safe to Google Yanks Call It Soccer, and, and you'll find I remember when you were coming stuff. up with this, and you were like, yeah, we're going to be called Lemon Tree, or Lemon Party uh, uh, <laughs> do not uh, podcast. I'm like, no, uh, we don't think you should do that. I don't think you should do that quickly. I warned you, do not Google it right now. Uh, guys in shorts are not liable. Oh, no, you guys are putting on an awesome yeah, show. We enjoy yes, listening. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. And, and by the way, you have the best photos in the business, in the podcast business your, we your know website. we know people yeah oh. you guys you guys look great thank you wow if you Jeff. wanted to if you wanted to parlay over into like a alt rock band you got the album cover for, uh, this, for sure it's more of a like new wave uh death metal type oh, yeah. of uh yeah. yes yeah for I think, sure i think just just a little smitten there Oh, no, they look, yeah. have you seen the pictures? Yeah. They look legit. Yeah, yeah they do, yeah. We need yeah. to. Because they are legit. We need to yeah, clean up. Much. And, yeah, they're and real get pictures. Some pictures like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, they're real. They're ones. authentic. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's enough for us. We're out of here. Find us on Twitter at Guys and Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys and Shorts Sports. We're also on Facebook and on the internet at guysandshorts.com. We got a store up there. Oh, and the Belly Bomb shirts are back, right? They're back. Yeah. That's right. Ooh. Grab your Belly Bombs shirt. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, maybe give a dueling Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. You could do that at 562-450-3356. And, uh, of course, please uh, share the show with all your friends. Spread the word about Guys in Shorts and Yanks Call It Soccer. Of course. Yeah. Thank Woo! you. Review yes. the shows. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That, that really helps out the shows a lot. I think that's it. That's it. Right? Jacob Brown, thank you, sir. Again, thank you appreciate for it. You guys. Thank you. Send our best to all the other Yanks. I will. For Victor Costello, <laughs> Darren Besa, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Ah! Ah!